0: Series 2, Episode 16, Wisdom and Discipline.
1: What is wisdom? What does that word even mean? How can we implement wisdom in our everyday lives? Psychiatrist and executive coach, Dr. Sunil, invites you to join him on a transformational and sacred quest to experience meaning, purpose, and fun in both your life and work. These podcasts will not only empower you to wisely navigate through a confusing world, but to grow in body, mind and spirit, which will ultimately have us dancing with wisdom.
0: Hello and welcome to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast, where we invite you to join us on a quest to make sense of life. My name is Sunil Rahaja,
2: And my name is Elliot Frisby, just the... Uh guy sitting over oh, here trying to that. try to learn and oh. and get wiser and now you see now you've done the office that was like a sympathy thing no, uh, but but it's um <laughs> but but it's true it, it's true you know it, i'm we've gone through so much covering different aspects of wisdom and one thing that has been quite obvious is that it's not a case of this is the answer
0: you know, no, and, it's not a, like a tick box exercise and it's done that now I can move on with my life. It's and different much for everybody,
2: but they could all have the, the same basis of starting point and, and that journey to, yes. to get there. But don't think that one answer for one person is the same as a, yes. the answer for another. So with so much, let's just say, right, okay, I'm going to take all of this on board. And, you know, I've even got the book, the Dancing with Wisdom book, and I'm following all of this and I'm going to go for it surely there needs to be an element of discipline there. And that's what I want to talk about today, discipline with wisdom or wisdom within discipline. Mm -hmm. And with that, I just want to go to actually a question that we've had come in, and uh, this is from Emily. Yeah. And it says, I love the fact that the book of Proverbs personifies wisdom.
0: Yes, we call that lady wisdom.
2: Yes. Okay. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Mm. Love her, and she will watch over you. Yes. Proverbs 4, 6, NIV. She says, these are precious promises, but how practically can we build this in our life, not forsaken and loving
0: wisdom? Yes.
2: So, and that kind of relates to the discipline.
0: Yes, it does, doesn't it? Because wisdom includes discipline. Actually, just as a quick aside, here, you've got discipline, discretion, and discernment. So if we talk about the discipline side and actually and learning as well, which is what this podcast is about, learning wisdom. If we take about the discipline, so the word that's used in, in the Hebrew is, a, is this issue about strong accountability. Like you have a, you know, if you think again of sport, a sports coach who really gets in your face and challenges you to really get moving and, and exercise and do what you need to, and do the disciplines that you need to, to grow So what it's trying to say there really is that wisdom comes through personal confrontation. By what I mean is that it isn't a theoretical thing that's in books. Books help, knowledge helps, but you have to, as it were, engage with life in its complexity, its brutality, in the pain to develop wisdom. So for example, if my computer is not doing what it's supposed to do and i learn how to sort out the problem with microsoft office for example
2: or shouting at it
0: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. well that's whole, well that's no 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 it's great illustration because shouting at it won't be wise but if i then learn out what how how the program works and how i get to do a certain thing in microsoft office or in word or whatever i then become wiser about computers i become wiser about Microsoft Office, I become wiser about the Word program. But I only become wiser by engaging with it and going through periods when I think, I don't know, quite know why it's still not doing what it's supposed to do. That's, that's what wisdom is. It, it's engaging with life in its complexity and developing the discipline to persevere on rather than giving up.
2: So the discipline is perseverance. So I, I get that. But what I feel like... It includes then, it, yeah. Yeah, so there needs to be activities... Yes. ...that people do on a day-to-day basis... Yes. ...that says... So, Going so for back example, to Emily's
0: question, yeah, Emily's question, is, is it a, how do I, as it were, keep wisdom foremost in my mind, yeah?
2: Well, I, I think we we touched on the, the previous one, is uh, this is the day the Lord has made, I will be glad and rejoice in it. Mm. And it's a very, very simple line, but if you're able to say that, for example, getting out of bed every morning and just sort of hang on it for a bit, yes, that's like a promising start... I think that reminders, I, I, I can let you in on a little secret. Oh, right. All yeah. right. And that is when I feel like I am faltering in, in areas, mm. okay? It could be eating bad food, you know, post-Christmas, I've actually got to get back out running, you know? Yes. I don't feel my optimum, optimum self at the moment. Or it's a case where I'm tired, okay, and I feel like I'm going to be snappy. I have on my phone... I have a, an alarm that goes off every single hour. Oh, right, yeah. And it's a silent alarm. So I just, when I pick up it my vibrates, phone, <laughs> it vibrates. It vibrates, Or I go to it and I see it flashing. Yeah, yeah. And it says, remain calm, speak kindly. Yeah, yeah. Don't take it out on, on the family. Really? Yes. Eat healthy.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah? And that goes off every hour. Yeah. So I'm constantly reminding myself until it becomes second nature. And yes. that alarm is annoying me because I'm already doing it.
0: Very good, yeah.
2: So that's one way that I do it. That's how I dedicate and sort of persevere and have that discipline okay. towards it. Okay, that's brilliant. So, so that's yeah. one one idea.
0: No, that's great. So as we're having a confession time, I'll give my confession time now. <laughs> on my phone, actually, I, I've, I've actually switched off, but I have for a number of months, actually about a year almost, I did have on my phone going off at 11 o'clock and at two o'clock, I think it was, a little reminder, the phone would vibrate and I'd look at it and it would say, are your thoughts helpful right now?
2: Brilliant. I love that.
0: So so that would be a reminder to me to get the discipline to make sure that I'm not going down some rabbit hole.
2: I can hold that thought. I'm going to ask that question to everyone listening right now. Are your thoughts helpful to you right Right now? now.
0: Yeah.
2: That, I think, is so strong.
0: Yeah. Are they serving you? I'm
2: just going to write that So (laughs) Keep keep talking, please. Yeah, I mean,
0: are they serving you or not? And that is, you know, in a sense, what we're doing is, is with discipline, we're getting external accountability in place because of ourselves we lack wisdom what's coming to my mind as well is again going back to emily's question about developing the structures is i'm going to quote another proverb she quoted proverbs 4 verse 6 i'm going to quote proverbs 3 verse 5 actually was interesting this is one one number down on both sides which says trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding so Lean not on your own wisdom, if you like. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So there's a discipline about trusting God. You see, when I'm not trusting God, what am I? I'm going to break it down. When I'm not trusting God, what am I invariably doing? I'm worrying. When I'm worrying, what am I doing? I'm saying the universe, my world, my life is not going the way it wants. So I'm going to think about it and think about it and try and figure it out and make a solution. And if I'm not, I'm just going to keep on thinking about it and worrying about it and thinking, well, this could happen and that could happen and that terrible thing could happen. That's not trusting the Lord. Trusting the Lord is, in a sense, is acknowledging the messiness of the situation, but saying, I'm going to trust you to be working. I'm going to trust that you're going to find a way through this. And I'm going to trust by acknowledging the fact, trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. I'm not going to lean on the fact that I have to have the solution or the answer. In all your ways, acknowledge him. God, you are involved in this. You are, you know about this situation. No situation is too small or too big for you. In all your ways, and he will make your path straight. Now, when he makes the path straight is really up to him. He might do that in the next five minutes. He might do that today. He might do it tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, 10 years.
2: Mm.
0: You know, I may not even get the answer, but I'm going to trust him. That he will use this experience to mold and change me. Because the important point here is again, remember, we think I've got a problem, but this problem needs to be fixed, and I need to get on with my agenda. Okay. I need to get on with where I'm going. And what I've learned about from wisdom is that actually God's got a much bigger agenda. He's saying, I don't want to just solve your problem, I want to solve the problem that is you, the person who keeps on getting into a fretful, worrying, depressive, negative, cynical state. I want to get you out of that. So I'm going to use these problems for a bigger purpose.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And and I'm also thinking, see, for me, if someone's, let's just say someone's really struggling going for the the full hog of wisdom here, and because we've got to remember that people are going to be on the different
1: we're lad- all di- we're all different, the, the different
2: parts of the ladder, right? The diff- yeah. you know. So someone's going to be maybe, right, okay, I'm finding my place up there, and some people are just stepping on the, the first, um, what's that word?
0: rather first first run yeah
2: yeah. but one one thing is that they can start small and be sort of dedicated and thinks right i'm going to be dedicated towards the wisdom of my ego yeah or i'm going to be dedicated on managing my idols or of the wisdom of the heart things that we've covered previously and then when they feel the success of that and that dedication through the perseverance dedication and perseverance of it and getting Getting that making progress, making progress, then Mm. what they could then do is say, Right, well, that gives me the incentive to move on to the next step. And suddenly, that walk will then turn into a jog. And effectively, you'd find your partner, yeah, in God, in in a relationship, you would find your partner, yeah, and then you can
0: start dancing to dance with life. Is that a good way of looking at it? I think it's, yeah, it's a good analogy, yeah. I mean, we're we're talking and processing this through, but I think that sounds good. It does sound good, yeah, because at the end of the day. We were made to enjoy life and to live life. You know, Jesus said, I've come that they may have life and have it in all its abundance and its fullness. And there's something about life. Zoe is the Greek word. Fullness, abundance. You know, we talked about this before. Enthusiasm means to be filled with God in the original Greek. So there's... Do you
2: you know the Greek word?
0: Well, entheos, isn't it? Entheos is God. I I don't know. I I, I assume enthusiasm comes from, from that way. So it's about life. It's about being filled with God. And it's about who I'm becoming as well as, what, as well as what I'm doing. Being precedes doing. Okay? In a world that we know we're human beings, but we act as human doings. That's, in a sense, walking and dancing with wisdom. That's what that's about.
2: Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to that. Let's just go back to the question and explore it some more. Yeah? yeah. So how practically can we yeah. build this in our life?
0: Not forsaking
2: and loving wisdom. Yeah.
0: As you said, it, it's a daily discipline. It's a bit like you don't say, I had a really good meal last week, so I don't need to eat today, or I had a shower a month ago, so I don't need to shower afterwards. Okay. It's something that you don't outgrow, it's something that you need to keep coming back to.
2: And I suppose also it, it boils down to, you know, everyone's life is different. So everyone would have different areas that they may need to feel that they need to grow in yeah. and have more wisdom within. So some people may, may they may think about vanity, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe then they know deep down that's not what they want to be doing, but they feel for whatever reason,
0: that's what they're doing.
2: So they need to maybe put a bit of focus on, on that.
0: So in a sense that they're focusing on the externals too much. Yeah. They're focusing on how they are coming across to others. And obviously it's, it is important to, Take care of yourself and be clean and dress nicely. And we're not knocking that. It's when my identity is based on how people are looking at me. And so I find myself deflated if people aren't paying me attention or. Uh, Yeah,
2: so that's a really good point. So I think this is actually a good thing to say to that question is about identity. And that is reminding yourself. Of who you are. Do you remember you, you touched on before? There is a part of you that no one can touch. You talked about the oh, yeah, talked concentration about camps. Yeah, Victor Franklin concentration
0: camp. Yeah, in Nazi Germany. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the people who were able to get through were the yeah. ones who realized that there was a part of them that could not be touched, it could yes. not be harmed. That's right. And I think that no matter in everyday life, no matter how, yeah. perhaps I'm not, I don't use the word stressful anymore, it's tricky, you know, if things may appear, what you can do is maybe spend a bit of time and being wise and spending time um, using your wisdom to find out what is your identity, what is your core values, what is your yes. – what is that? And you hold on to that because nobody can touch that. And, when, and that's almost something you can fall back on. Yes. And then you can fall back on that and say, right, oh, this is it. Hang on, what, what, hang on we've done this. I've meditated on this. I've prayed on this. Yes. This is who I am. This is my fundamentals. You're guiding me over there. You're pulling me over there. Imagination, you're taking me over there. Naughty imagination, very dark right now. This is happening, oh, I'm getting crossed because of that. Well, do you know what? I'm gonna fall back on this because in my little book I've got in my pocket, I am this person, this person, this person. Close my eyes, I am that person. Mm. Restart.
0: Yes, that's right. So that goes back to don't believe everything you think, but think carefully about what you believe is what you're saying there. Yeah, don't believe every thought that you have because our minds are full of all sorts of thoughts. And especially if we're in a dark place or we're tired or hungry, they can very quickly, as it were, slip down that way. But if you think carefully about what you believe, if you think about your identity, your identity in Christ, how, you accept, you know, uh, how you're completely accepted and loved, and how ultimately you have everything you, you would ever want or desire in him, then you can begin to free, as it were, from those other temptations or things that uh, are steering you away. The other thing about discipline, just to to put in there really, is, and again, we have touched on this before, but I really want, this is on page 124, it's a quote from Eugene Peterson. See, the dangers when you think about discipline is you think about it living the perfect life and doing everything correctly. And it's actually engaging with the messiness of life. And what he talks about is the different characters in, what I love about within the biblical scripture is you see all their faults and mistakes and failings, okay? They're not brushed over. You see all... You know, the mistakes that they make, you know, um, for example, um, Abraham, who's revered by one and a half billion people around the world, you know, Jews, Muslims, Christians, he escaped a famine and he lied to, to Pharaoh that his wife, Sarah, was his sister. Or Jacob, who's another one, who's revered again, his, he, was, he cheated his brother out of his birthright and deceived his father. Moses committed murder and when chosen by God to lead his rights out of slavery, He complained about his inadequacy. King David, who wrote a lot of the Psalms, okay, was guilty of adultery and then murder. And, you know, in the New Testament, we have Peter denying Christ three times. But what Eugene Peter says is it's not their worthiness or merit that's the point. It's the intensity, and I'm quoting here, the intensity with which they lived Godward. The thoroughness in which all the details of their lives are included in God's word to them, in God's action in them it is these persons who are conscious of participating in what god is saying and doing who are most human most alive so you know it's taking that proverb chapter 3 verse 5 trusting Lord with all your they they're trusting god with all their heart and they're not leaning on their own understanding they're acknowledging him you keep on bringing god into the equation and you know it's it's finding markers in the day when you mm. start your day you know your hourly Reminder, you know, I talked about my 11 o'clock and 2 o'clock reminders. Reminders that keep, you know, we've talked about the Abide app that uh, John Eldridge has got, that you can download on, on on your phone, that gets you to stop and say, I give everyone and everything to you, Jesus. A reminder that it's not about me. I'm not the centre of the universe. Because that's what the ego does. The ego keeps on saying, I'm the centre of the universe. The ego says, has this sort of ruthless, ceaseless concentration on uh, unsmiling concentration on the self it goes on and on and on it's all about me it's all about me it's all about me
2: i want to um you know i, I, I was thinking if i had i could edit that and put it out as a clip it's, it's all, all about me it's all about me <laughs> um just running with what you're saying there um i like that little reminders that could be little reminders around around the house as well it could just yes. be little things it could be and I just, top of my head, you know, you get some daffodils for a pound from the shop. Yes. And you just put one daffodil in every room. Yeah. Yes. Something simple. I'm just using this example, top of my head. Yeah. You could put one daffodil in every room. And every time you look at that daffodil, yes. it reminds you. Yeah, I so it reminds you. So every room you go in, you see the daffodil. That's it. It's, yeah. okay? it's a trigger. And you remind yourself. Okay. And the, yeah, trigger. It's a trigger. Now, this is it. This goes to like negative triggers. This is what I was leading to. Yeah. Is that, I think as well, is that, we can do that, but we need to have the discipline to be focused in doing that because what often happens is this, spare minute. Like, I know, I know. Yes. Just, just for those who aren't watching on YouTube, I'm picking up my phone.
0: That's right. You and see? You're, and you're going, I can yeah.
2: check this. I can check this. Has anyone emailed me? Well, they may have emailed yes, me in the past right. two minutes since I last done it. You know? And so basically, you, a digital screen is never going to be as great as something tangible, something that we can touch, something we yes. see, smell, and feel, you see. So, so I would argue that a daffodil yes. is much stronger than an alarm set yeah. on my phone. That's interesting, isn't it? You know? I
0: think the key thing is that these are all tools, okay? And so we need, to use, we need to make sure that these tools like iPhones and things are serving us rather than we are serving them. And you know, it's, it's like notifications. I mean, that's a very simple, practical thing. Is switching notifications off on your phone. So you know, if you get an email, or you get um, yeah, or, or a message, some people's phones they ping or they or, or oh, they vibrate, and and otherwise you're continually on the on the beck and call of other people's agendas, of other people's things, and so. That's a very simple discipline. It's just to switch those off. Everyone's
2: it? always giving me a hard time for WhatsApp. Yeah. I do not have notifications on WhatsApp. No, but I think, yeah. Because half the messages that come through are kind of irrelevant. It's yeah, just exactly. like, yeah. you know, you, you go on sometimes There's a group and it's like 128 messages. And yeah. like, well, I don't need to read most of them, but no, that's occasionally right. I'll go on and, you know. That's right.
0: And, and, and so the question is, is it serving me or am I serving it? And the other thing that's important as well is that there's a neurotransmitter in the brain called dopamine. And what happens is that dopamine is the pleasure hormone. And when you open your email, your WhatsApp, you're looking for it and you don't know when it's going to come, that there might be nothing there or there might be a message for you. And that might be a great message for you. But because it's unpredictable, it, you, when, it, when you get it, you get a dopamine hit. And unfortunately, if we rely too much on our smartphones, we're relying on dopamine hits from the phone. And like any addiction, it is our tolerance, as it were, goes down and so yeah yeah and so our ability to engage and enjoy life becomes less and less and that's why it's really important to find times when you're separated away from technology and you can engage you know with your daffodil or with nature and be fully absorbed in that and so you're getting a healthy dopamine hit rather than something like from you know from from, from random bursts from the phone
2: yeah you are right you know i mean and I've, i've read about that myself because of course that's uh that's the chemical which you know you have post-childbirth, of course, as well, and it's one. Oh, oxytocin, the nat- you're talking. About, yeah. Oxytocin, but, oxytocin. They, but both, you know it's, it's it's a similar kind of vibe. But what happens is that when you're using. When you're using your phone, yeah, you are getting quick fix. You're getting quick, quick hits, fi- yes. quick hits, quick hits. And it's like a drug. It's it condition. I need some more. I need some more. I need someone to like me. Yeah. What, what post can I put out to like me? Now, if yeah. you're using it for marketing, for work, that's a different thing. It's like, right, we're going to put up, we did a post of this. We made sure that the light, a little bit of the light, has got loads of lights around us. You can't see. We've got lights everywhere here. And we want to have this in. That looks quite cool. That will show people that we're doing it properly. Yeah. That's different. But for the satisfaction of that kind of, I need, I need, so, uh, loving or a hug you know build the relationship and have a hug instead yes that's
0: right build a, yeah but, but that um, relationship with with
2: real people
0: yeah that's that's yeah with, so, with reality i mean okay. in a sense that's what wisdom is wisdom is engaging with reality is what it is about really
2: all right so what are we saying regarding discipline then
0: so this discipline is hard won and hard fought so you have to hunger and thirst for it. Again, you know, I think ath- a- athletics is a good example. An athlete has to train hard. You know, we see somebody running a four-minute mile or something like that. It doesn't just happen, okay? They're doing lots of training and work behind the scenes where nobody is watching to be able to perform like that. And I think in a sense to walk and to dance with wisdom requires a similar, maybe arguably even greater level of um, discipline. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, but this is a really about, in a sense, yeah, it's, it's about mastering life in its fullness. And in that sense, we're, we're always going to be learning. We're never going to be, we're ne- never going to feel that we've arrived. And that's exciting because there's just so much. And you know, again, we're talking about the God of the universe, the God who's created everything and has a wonderful future for us in Christ. That means that this life is just the warm up act for something even more beautiful. Mm.
2: And you know, you should. That's a lovely way to wrap it up. Thank you. And and just say, you know, look for others who are who are seeking the same thing. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, because, because we're on this journey together. I think that's what's so exciting. You know, we talked about that in the in the previous podcast. Is that, is that this is not? You know, I mean, one of the things that really frustrates me about our world, a secular atheistic thinking world, it says that, that faith is for the private sphere. It's just something that you know you don't discuss privately, and I mean, so our world, on a bit of a campaign, our world is promiscuous about sex, okay? Sex with anybody, anytime, anywhere, okay? But it's private about faith and wisdom and God. I want a world that is promiscuous about God, that brings God into every aspect of life, that wants to celebrate God in every arena, Okay? with everybody in every situation and is private about sex. Mm. I want to turn the world upside down. That's what I want. That's what I think dancing with wisdom is about really. Yeah. Like that.
2: Well, we can only get there one step at a time. Absolutely. And I think if everybody is working towards it and working towards their inner wisdom and development, then I think that there's generally a positive, Look ahead.
0: Well, that's what we're praying for, and that's what we're looking ahead to. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um, I'd like to thank Emily uh for the question today, brought in some really good conversation there. As always, one question brings up a thousand
1: huge uh, yeah, <laughs> so...
0: so I'll t- that's amazing, isn't it? One question should bring up a whole podcast. That's Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
2: but we want to hear more. What are your questions? What are your thoughts? What what is it you want to discuss and to know? So when I say to know, that's more of a discussion because we can't guarantee that we know it and we probably don't, but we can discuss it and With see it,
0: where we where it takes and us. And see where it takes us. Thank you so much. Um, yeah.
2: So, you know, do leave a nice comment on YouTube or any questions you may have. Please do subscribe. Please do click the like. And if you listening on the podcast, we'd love you to share it with your friends and give it a nice review. So um, Sunil, they can always get in touch with you directly. How would they do
0: that? So at drsunil.com.
2: Absolutely. And you can get hold of me, Elliot Frisbee at Elliot 2 ls 2 ts at monkeynutuk.com or that's on your Monkey Nut audiobooks, Instagram or Facebook page. And we look forward to hearing from you. So Sunil, thank you so much. Thank you really so much. Nice. Really enjoyed it. Thank you.
1: You've been listening to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast presented by Sunil Rahija and Elliot Frisby. For details on the Dancing with Wisdom book and its accompanying workbook, please visit drsunil.com. If you know someone who would enjoy this podcast, then please share it, give it a thumbs up on YouTube and help it to grow by giving it a nice review. Life's challenges can diminish, define or develop you. Which one will it be? Make sure you hunger for the wise one.